and welcome to the 24th episode of the Embodied Living Yoga Podcast. I'm Shannon Elliott, and today is From the Couch Friday. And today, unlike my other From the Couch Fridays, I'm going to go straight into yoga. I really want to talk about uh, a specific sutra in from Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, and that's uh, Sutra 1.14, which states, Practice becomes firmly grounded when well attended to for a long time without break and in all earnestness. And this really had me thinking um, about, uh, one, you know, what's really changed for me in my practice by always, you know, having it daily in my life for sure. But also that there are a lot of people... um, that I see that some are teachers, some are not, but there are even a lot of teachers that end up losing their practice, right? And so they end up teaching. And so their teaching stays consistent, which is always a little interesting, but they, they lose their home practice. And, and when we think about the sutra, right, uh, well attended to for a long time without break and with enthusiasm, Um, To me, that's, you know, that's saying that has to be number one on your list is that your practice becomes the thing that you don't give up. And unfortunately, I see a lot of people give up their practice uh, when schedule or life or other things get in the way. Right. And when you give up your practice and then it's interesting because then you say that you've been practicing for a long time. Right. For the last 10 years, we'll say. Right. I've been practicing for the last 10 years. But not a whole lot has changed in my life. And then when you really dig deeper, you find that a lot of people that say they've been practicing for 10 years, they go in and out of practice or a few times a week or something like that. And we never want to put pressure on ourselves to be where we're not ready to be. So meaning three days of practice a week, awesome if that's where you're at, right? You never lose any grounds or any practice that you do. You always uh, gain the results, right? You're always going to be adding to that. So never discount. If you only, if you have an inconsistent practice, it doesn't not, it, it still counts. But if we really want real change, right, we do have to invite the practice in every single day. And what that looks like for you, whether it's 15 minutes a day of meditation or two and a half hour practice or, you know, whatever, you know, somewhere in between there, um, what is sustainable for you? But how can we begin to create it and cultivate a yoga practice, a daily yoga practice that becomes the number one thing that we do? Right. Regardless of anything else, whether we're on vacation, whether things get a little tricky, whether we didn't get great sleep the night before. Right. How can it become a habit? Um, Just like brushing your teeth is a habit. Right. We don't think about it anymore. Um, At this point, right, at this point in my life, I don't think about brushing my teeth. I get up and I brush my teeth. It's what I do. Right. And so it's the same for the yoga practice. I get up, brush my teeth, wash my face and go down and into my room and meditate, do my practice, whatever, whatever it is for that day. And so it becomes not, uh, you know, we know this just from the power of habit. Right. Like 
consistency is going to count way more than a few days a week. So if this is important to you, right, to become firmly grounded in your practice, which is um, peace of mind, steadiness of mind, if steadiness of mind is important to you, and you can have a small goal or a huge goal, but steadiness of mind is huge for me. And so um, that's enough to get me up in the morning every day and do my practice. So how long it takes is really determined by the intensity in which you practice. And so this really becomes for you. We never want to put pressure on ourselves to do more than, um, than we're ready to do at the moment. And whether that is five minutes, and I'm a firm believer in this, if you can do five minutes a day, okay, every single day, it, that is way more beneficial than doing an hour and a half twice a week. Okay, five minutes every day. So if that's where you're at, honestly, then do that. Start there, right? But really be honest with what it is that you want because we all probably have more than five minutes a day to attend to our practice. Okay, but a practice, I'm going to use a little bit of Reverend Jagannath's um, uh, translation on the Yoga Sutras. It's my absolute favorite inside the Yoga Sutras by Reverend Jagannath Carrera. Um so a practice that is firmly uh, uh, grounded, right, without strain or grudging participation, right, without strain or grudging participation. I think that that's another piece. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have mornings where you don't feel like getting up, at least at the beginning. I'm not sure that I really have those too much anymore. It's actually become something uh, I can't wait to do. It's it's my connection. It's the way that I plug in. It's a wonderful way to start the day and it's uh i i'm excited for it so that even when things aren't the most wonderful like i don't get the huge you know um space and insight and experience in myself say in meditation uh it's always it's i'm, I'm never thinking oh i don't feel like doing this this morning however there were lots of times leading up to my practice now where i didn't feel like doing it and you just get up and you just do it. Um, but you do want to have a deeper meaning. So how can it be meaningful to you? Right? And that really changed for me when I thought about connecting and plugging into source. When I thought about my, you know, um, my time with the divine, right? Or God or higher power, however you are looking at it. Um, nature, Mother Earth, right? To to get up in the morning and connect deeply to the to this planet, right? it can come in so many ways. But that takes it out of you, and it actually, um, for me, it really excited me to start getting up and and thinking about it that way. So it's not just like some ritual routine, right? I just get up and do this, and this is what I do, right? But it's um, a connection to a deeper to the deeper level of self. So it's also um, time, right? Time to grow, to get to know yourself, time to get to know your true nature, time to really understand a little bit more about yourself. I mean, that can, that happens uh, most in the morning for me when I just get up and do my practice and don't check my phone, right? Don't have too much conversation. Uh, don't, don't have, um, I mean, I don't drink coffee anymore, but having, you know, if I did, you wouldn't want to have coffee and stuff before you do this. You want to get up 
when you're still sort of in that um, that waking state, and it, uh, it it will give you a deeper experience if you can kind of play with that. Um, so the yoga really becomes this experience of who we are as opposed to something we do. And I think that that's worth saying as well. Uh, a lot of times we do, you know, I'm going to do yoga now, right? I'm going to yoga class. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to do yoga. But the yoga, when it really takes hold, becomes who you are, right? And that's everywhere. It becomes who you are. Um, and, and your expression is, is the yoga, so, um, you know, uh, of course, at times it's not going to be a pleasant experience and that's okay. Just know that. Um, but we do want to keep consistency because when things become irregular, and again, we understand this from just habits or learning new skills when you're not practicing regularly you're not going to get the results that you actually hope for right you're not going to get those those changes um and it's not so much changes of being someone else but the changes to have the courage expression freedom and feeling and the the ability to be yourself um so well attended to for a long time and it just means that Things take time, right? So to have patience with yourself, especially if you're a beginner, to have patience with yourself when you're meditating, for example, or even doing your practice. I mean, people really say the same thing um, in my experience about meditating and the physical practice. I don't know what to do, right? One, I don't know what to do for a physical practice. And so it's hard for people initially. And, and you know, I just encourage them to go and sit and even just do a few sun salutations, right? If that's if that's you're physically capable of doing that. A few sun salutations, that's enough. And then see what happens, you know? But you've got to spend time with yourself without a video, without going to class um, and see what happens and allow yourself to move, allow yourself to breathe and then do some pranayama. And of course, meditation is just, you know, at, at the beginning and maybe for a long time, it's, it's loud and there's a lot that your head is saying and um, there's a lot that you're going to see and, and you're going to, people always think they can't do it, right? They can't do it, but just sitting is doing it, right? It's part of the eight limbs of yoga, how you start to move towards that one pointed mind is by showing up and sitting, right? So the showing up is really um, key, Long time is just, you know, don't even think about, I mean, for me, I don't think about a long time. I think about, I don't even know that I think about anything anymore, like I said, but get up in the morning, do the practice and stay in the present moment as best you can. Because it's in the present moment that uh, really the freedom, the infinity, the eternity happens because you're not stuck in past or present. I'm not looking to get something else. So I'm actually able to be content most of the time in my meditation and way beyond content, actually, because I'm here. Right? And here is more than enough. So without break, uh, I did really kind of talk about that, but just that you, you know, do your best to keep doing it. There is, um, uh, Yeah, without break, 
Right. And I did, I did mention that. So instead of being irregular in your practice, really get honest with yourself. If this is important to you, how can you make your practice every day and consistent? And with enthusiasm is just that proper attitude, right? To uh, trust in the practice, to trust in the teachers, to trust in the teachings and, you know, to want to get up and connect. It's like, such a different thing if you can have a proper attitude as opposed to oh, this is what I have to do or this is what I'm being told to do or um, you know if you think of it as exercise or something like that it's going to be very different than thinking about connecting deep into your own soul deep into source right uh, getting to give yourself the gift to be in the present moment and to clear out and to get to know, right? And so it really at some point will become harder not to practice than to practice. I mean, this is what Reverend Jagannath says, how can we tell if our practice has become firmly grounded? One simple answer is when it is harder not to practice than to practice. And that's that's like a great, great gift. I mean, that may come soon, it may come later, Right, but know that the practices do work. I mean, um, when we think about yoga, sometimes it, it, this gets lost on us, but yoga really is a science. And so if you do it, you do get the results. It will work, right? And these three things combine together because a lot of times I think we get one of them really well and we forget the other two. So firmly grounded when it's well attended to for a long time. So without break, and with enthusiasm, right? Those three things that you keep doing it for a long time. We have no idea what that means. So I don't even think about that one. I just keep doing it, right? Without break, how can I have a daily yoga practice that is sustainable for me? And I'm a big believer in a home practice. Of course, I'm a huge believer in going out to classes as well, but I see that as additional. I see that as, um, you know, it has different benefits. I mean, to be with people that have strong spiritual practices and to practice in a group setting, so many benefits with that. But that being your practice is, um, mm, how do I say again, it's not that you're going to lose anything if that is your practice. You do that, but eventually you really want to figure out what your practice is and what it is that you want to do in the morning. And, and I think that's very hard when you're constantly following a teacher's direction. So I do think you need both. But when we talk about this specific yoga sutra and what it is that is happening, firmly grounded, um, when well attended to for a long time, without break and with enthusiasm, that is the home practice. That is what you are doing you know, with your relationship to yourself and to the divine. Um, oh, there's one thing in Swami Satchidananda's that I really like. Uh, if you are patient, right, like super patient, your mind is more settled and what you do will be more perfect. If you are unsettled and anxious to get the results, you are already disturbed. Nothing done with that disturbed mind will have quality. 
So it is not only how long you practice, but with what patience, what earnestness, and what quality also. So that's a huge kind of um, thing and a huge thing, I think, to wrap it up is just uh, don't be so serious about having to do it every day. And if you miss a day, not a big deal, right? But you do start to make this commitment and to allow yourself each time that you are up and doing your, your practice to be patient because that patience and presence to me um, has been my experience and patience and presence and acceptance really allows my mind to be more settled. And that has changed, as he says right here, what you do will be more perfect. And so I do think um, I act better in the world, right? It's no longer my goal. My goal is just to be okay as I am. But the reality is getting up and being present with myself allows me to be a better person because I'm not unsettled or anxious, not only to get the results, but I'm not thinking about the past. I'm not thinking about the future. I'm really able to be more present in what it is that I'm doing. And so the ability to let go of that unsettled and anxious feeling to get some sort of results, right? When, as he says here, you are already disturbed and nothing done with that disturbed mind will have quality. I mean, I can't tell you how many things I have done unsettled and anxious, and I can say for sure, none of them, um, none of them have had the quality that they have when I am calm, patient, and present. And I don't think you can just wish for calm, patient, and present. You practice it, and you practice it by doing exactly what this sutra is saying, right? Well attended to for a long time without break and in all earnestness. And that patience, that earnestness, and that quality um, really changes the experience. So, um, so yeah, so I think I'm going to end there today. I just really was thinking about this sutra and um, hopefully I'm, I'm offering what my feeling is, is that this is really, you want this to be exciting. You know, you want this to be exciting. And so if these things matter to you, right, that yoga becomes who you are as opposed to something you do, uh, to me, this is really one of the key, the key practices and how to do it, right? Just do the practice, get up and do your practice and, and uh, have excitement and joy and devotion, right? And all earnestness. I mean, that that's huge. All earnestness is your full attention. And so, um, so yeah, read it one more time. Practice becomes firmly grounded when well attended to for a long time without break and with enthusiasm. So thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe if you haven't already. And you can reach out to me, Shannon, at onyxyogastudio.com, shannonelliotyoga.com. Our yoga studio is Onyx Yoga Studio. And uh, I hope that you all have a beautiful, beautiful day. Happy practicing.